What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Southfit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SBF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. What is going on, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Shift Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. It's your boy, Coach Sal. Let's get it. I'm excited. Today, we're talking about holiday fitness Q&A as I almost knock over my microphone. <laughs> excited to be here. Um, I, like I said before the recording, I asked my team to put together some questions for you guys. That way, you're able to navigate the holidays, see a lot of um, success, and just enjoy yourself guilt-free. Uh, but today's Q&A is not going to be limited to just fitness. I wanted to uh, <clears throat> set the standard here for today and say, yeah, we're going to cover some things fitness related. We're going to talk about some things mindset holiday related, but it's also not limited to that different style. Last two days uh, was a different style for podcasting on uh, this specific journey of which you guys are following me on here. Yesterday, we just did like a conversation based on uh, how I'm feeling, experiences and whatnot. Today, we're going to do a little bit of a Q&A style. So let's jump right into this. The first one, um, let's see how to stay on track during the holidays. Now we actually did a full training on this in our VIP group a couple of weeks ago, and we dove into all kinds of uh, mindset related things and tactics that our clients are using right now actually to kick ass. But I think the whole how to stay on track thing is something that we could unpack. And usually like my perception of that is like, what is staying on track? So it's like, I answer the question with the question. Well, you want to stay on track. Awesome. But what does that look like? Is it progressing towards your goals? Why is one day going to deter, deter you from that? <clears throat> and a lot of people struggle with the all or nothing mentality of like, well, can I enjoy myself and see results? Yes, you can. It all comes down to what? <clears throat> Understanding how to do that, which is what our clients learn how to do. I don't want to spend too much time on how to stay on track during the holidays. It's simply put, right? Just be mindful of what you're eating and don't sit on the couch for too long. Move your body, right? It's like we don't have to overcomplicate that, <clears throat> right? But I think um, there's another question that I want to address here. Uh, I'm not going to name names because it was a, uh, I don't want to say uh, a confidential question box, but sometimes some people don't want to have their names out there and that's okay, right? What is the best workout regimen after holiday dinner? You ready for this one? The best workout regimen after a holiday dinner is the same thing you're already doing. Want to know why? Because one bad day doesn't erase your progress right we've covered that in previous episodes but the thing is is that it's not about trying to change things all the fucking time it's about what sticking to something and being consistent to the point where casey messaged me this morning and she was like yo i'm losing so much weight like is this okay and i was like yes that's what happens when you follow the protocols and you're super disciplined you're super consistent things change there are no accidents right so we're talking about like holiday fitness mindset q a but i think a lot of us like overcomplicate it when in reality it could be pretty easy easy in the sense of like how you view things makes all the difference so the question of what the best workout regimen after a holiday dinner is i think it's the mindset in which we're approaching that you're not your, your goal the following day after thanksgiving dinner shouldn't be to try and erase or burn all the calories that you just had yesterday you should look ahead before the dinner and make educated decisions even if you splurge a little bit right <clears throat> we've talked about this before one pound of body fat is what 3,500 calories. So even if you overate the one day for Thanksgiving, it doesn't erase the progress that you're making. Maybe it sets you back just a tad, but the mindset of like, I need to go try and make up for that and try and burn 
all the all these calories that I ate yesterday is a recipe for disaster. Why? Because you're putting yourself in this mindset of punishing your body for what you did. And and like, I don't know, for me, I, I don't think that makes any sense. Would you guys agree with that? Does that make sense? Comment below. There's not a best workout regimen after the holidays. You just continue to do the things that you're already doing. Come on now. Does that make sense? Drop a yes in the chat. Coach K, what's going on? Um, hey, from Northern New York. Uh, what does that say? Northern U New York. Sorry. Hey, jo Joyce, what's up? How are you? <clears throat> um, all right, let's break this down. Next question. Uh, tips and tricks to apply to staying on track during the holiday season. Now, something that I like to talk with clients on is making sure that you are prioritizing protein, which means when you sit down and have a meal, chew the shit first. A lot of us like to grab the potatoes first. We see we our eyes lit up. We're like, oh, my God, it's grandma stuffing. Holy shit. Right. Eat the turkey first. Why? Protein is the highest on the satiety index, meaning it's going to keep you the fullest for the longest amount of time. Right. So if you're trying to not overeat, I say to clients, eat the protein first because that'll keep you fuller for longer and give you less room to binge out and pig out on all the other shit. Right. And I don't want to keep this so fixated on, you know, all the Thanksgiving meals. It's just really simple prioritize protein when you're full stop eating and then maybe go for a walk after you eat with your family members that's it if you have a couple drinks awesome right <clears throat> you could i mean as i'm recording this thanksgiving is tomorrow but like for the future holidays right we have christmas coming up we have the new year if you know you're going to be doing things then what you could do is actually scale back calories for the days leading up to that something i also talk about with clients right if you know something's coming up then what you could do is maybe scale back 100 maybe 200 calories each day, which is literally like maybe a, a serving size at each meal, right? Excuse me. And you scale that back for, let's say three, four, five days. And that could add up over time to the actual quote unquote cheat meal itself, right? So then in the grand scheme, if you look at your calories as a weekly budget, then you're still technically in range. So that's what I would say to that, right? Now, the next set of questions are not really related to fitness and holiday stuff. If you guys have uh, certain things on the live stream that you like to talk about, go ahead and drop that now and I could circle back to that. But also like, I don't want to be a one dimensional fitness coach. I think, you know, there's a lot of people in the space that get very fixated on training macros, cardio. And like, yes, that's awesome. But like, I don't know, like my stance on it is a bit different and a little bit, uh, unique in the sense I like to focus on things, you know, that, that the byproducts, right? Like, I like to think about who you're going to become in the process of that. And like, why are you going after these things? Because yes, it's cool to lose 10 to 20 pounds, but it's really difficult for me to get behind of like, that is the only thing we're focusing on. Because I just think there's much more to life, right? Would you guys agree with that? Probably. If you're listening to the episode, chances are there's probably some, some things that you want to work on on side of just like your physical body. Because I think it's surface level. And when I think back to my experience and the things that I've been through, there was a point in my life where I just wanted abs. Like, that's the only thing I fucking wanted. When I was overweight, I thought about how cool it would be just to see my abs and have a six pack. And then I got the abs. And you know what? I wasn't happy. And then I ended up gaining all the weight back because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. And I was trying to burn myself into the ground with getting the abs, thinking that it was what? Going to get me the external reward of getting attention from females. And it did. But it's like, I don't know, there's a whole psychology, um, <clears throat> excuse me, psychological piece to this as well. And that's why I like to talk about the other things, <clears throat> because if you're just coming at it from the service level of I want to lose a couple pounds, eventually it's not going to be enough. And then what happens? You resent, you resent it, you burn out, and then you want to give up and turn in the other direction, right? Um, 
so I'm going to go down the line here from a few questions that we got that I think could actually be awesome. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think that one's really challenging because there's been so much incredible information that I've gathered over the last few years from uh, all the coaching that I've been through and all the mentorship that I've seen. But I think something that really stands out to me is recognizing that everything is temporary. And I think it was Ed Milet who said that in one of his podcasts, but just really recognizing that has given me a lot of peace because it's allowed me to be very present in this exact moment. Like right now, you know, I'm in my house in Florida. I'm in my office. I'm recording this podcast. I'm speaking to you guys. I'm giving you information. And that's exactly where I'm at right now. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm thinking about where my feet are. And for me, it's understanding that I won't always be in this place. You know, we literally just moved in a few weeks ago, <clears throat> right? But who knows? A lot can change in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. Think about the person you were six months ago. Think about the person you were two to three years ago. Vastly different. When I, if I, I deleted Snapchat a while ago, years ago, <clears throat> but if I was to download that app and look at like the, the memories, you know what I'm talking about from like four or five, six years ago, I'm like, how the fuck? Right? Like, what is that? <laughs> it's funny to think back on that, but like, for me, that's what's given me a lot of peace as far as what's the best piece of advice that I've been given. Everything is temporary. And I think for you guys, recognizing that this too shall pass, everything is temporary. It's like one side of, okay, the bad times, they're going to pass, but it's also the good times are going to pass too. And I think that's kind of like both sides of the coin here is like nothing lasts forever. If it's good right now, fucking enjoy it, get the most out of it, be present. But it's also like, if you're going through some shit, then like, it's going to be all right, man. Just give yourself some time here. Have faith, trust the process and this too shall pass. Right? So that's a really good one. And again, see what I mean? How I'm not just talking about fitness things because yeah, fitness is cool, but there's a lot more to life. I think my trajectory <clears throat> is going to be like, uh, as a coach, I'm probably going to add things into the program down the road where maybe it's like separate calls or separate package or some things that we look to offer down the road that is like more of like a lifestyle and like who you are as a person. I don't know. Maybe we'll factor in some business stuff. I know uh, a friend of mine, uh, Nick, in his mastermind program, they, they actually um, they talk about like Bitcoin and some other shit and some like real estate stuff from what he's told me. And I thought that was really interesting. So that could be something that we explore down the road as a side note as well. <clears throat> uh, but to keep the theme here, uh, let's see, what other questions? Um, are you a morning bird or a night owl? I'm a morning person for sure. Um, I don't like staying up late at all. I'm usually in bed by like 8, 830 um, because I like to get up early for something like there's um, I keep forgetting who wrote the book, but it's called The Slight Edge. And in that book, they talk about like the compounding effect of waking up early gives you that advantage over most people who are not getting up at that time. You know, like for me, on average, I usually wake up at like, I want to say like 5, 530, give or take. Usually I was going to say 430, but I usually don't do that that often. I'll be honest with you guys. Usually on average, like 5, 530, <clears throat> you know, and that's what allows me to like feel like I'm fucking grinding it out. I'm like, you're not getting up at five. I'm gonna fucking smoke you. I'm at the gym finishing up my workout before you even get out of bed. Like, how are you going to sit here and try to, to convince me some shit, right? So that's what I would answer to that. I'm just going to rifle these off because there's a lot here and, and I want to cover a lot in this episode in a short amount of time. Um, what is your one task your family always expects you to do? That's different, whether growing up or in general to this day. Uh, my mom, it's <laughs> a funny one. Um, I would probably say cleaning the dishes and, and Chelsea still acts that of me as well. So 
that's been the biggest thing is take out the garbage and clean the dishes. So that, that goes without saying. Um, again, I know these are off topic, but like, I don't know. I just had the mindset of coming on here today and having some fun with you guys and maybe showing some other sides of me that you don't get to see with the same, you know, three tips every single time. Right. <clears throat> um, what else do we have as a child? What did you want to be when you <laughs> were growing up? Um, so this is actually comical. I don't know if I've ever talked. About, actually, no, I probably haven't talked about this. When I was growing up, I wanted to be a Power Ranger. Like I was fucking convinced. <laughs> I really was. I, I literally thought I was going to be a Power Ranger. And it, <laughs> it took me a long time to accept that that wasn't going to be my reality. I, I thought they were real as fuck. And I think it was like maybe three, four years in a row, I dressed up as the pink Power Ranger for Halloween. <laughs> and my parents were like, no, you shouldn't do the pink one. Like, you're a guy, you're a boy, right? I, I don't remember it at all, <clears throat> right? I was a little kid, but I did that every year because that's what I wanted to be. So it's comical to think back to like, you know, what you do when you're younger as opposed to where you're at now. It's just always like amazing to reflect on that, you know? Um, what is the most questionable fashion choice you've ever made? I dress the same all the time, so that doesn't really apply. What's your favorite snack for a road trip? Mm, I would probably say maybe like beef jerky, um, Greek yogurt. I love a good prime, maybe energy drinks. I mean, the road trip that we just had, good meal prep, like a meal prep service. Like I know it's kind of like a boring answer, but I just really thrive off like having good, clean food. I don't like to eat junk. You know, like every time, like, all right, let me, let me give this another shot. Let me like have a bag of like the protein chips. And usually I'm just like, it just wasn't that good. And then I like the guilt outweighs the satisfaction. That's my personal preference. Do I have some things here and there? Of course, I'm not a robot, but it's like, I don't know. There's like this piece of me that just genuinely wants to crush this pro card and like, you know, become like a reputable bodybuilder. So like, for me, it's just like the, like I said, the guilt of having those things doesn't always feel as good as what it actually tastes like. So I hope that makes sense. Um, what else do we have here? What is one talent you have that no one here knows about? I'm fucking wicked good at, at Call of Duty. <laughs> like, like mad good. <laughs> like um, when I was growing up, that was like my fucking thing was just absolutely crushing Call of Duty. So that's funny to think back on that as well. <clears throat> um, what else do we have? What song do you know every word to? Can you sing it for us now? I'm not going to sing right now. <laughs> not gonna sing um what song do i know every word to i don't know dude that's a that's a great question um what comes to mind is uh akon locked up i don't know why that just that just came to me right there do i know every word probably am i gonna sing it absolutely not um what else oh this is uh yes casey yes i wanted to be a power ranger and i absolutely love call of duty so fun fact about me um and that's why i wanted to do this because i normally don't like talk about this stuff it's always just like here I am. I'm a fitness coach. This is what we talk about. But I'm a human being, you know, and, and I've been through a lot of things and there's a lot of stuff that I uh, probably don't share on the podcast. And that's really my intention with this episode here today. So I hope you guys are getting value so far. Um, this one's a little bit more serious, I guess. When you die, what do you want to be remembered for? So I have this vision that my funeral is like shutting down like roads of traffic. Um, selfishly, I want to deeply impact every person that I come into contact with. And I want to be remembered as somebody who is kind and genuine and honest and integral. And like, I don't know, across the board, selfishly, I just want people to remember me as someone who did the right thing, even though it was difficult to do. Um, I pride myself on that. <clears throat> and I pride myself on keeping my word, you know, because I, I feel like someone who is integral, someone who is honest and disciplined and is just like straightforward. Like, I feel like you can't question that, you know? I just want to like look back on my life and be able to say, you know what? I, I gave everything I possibly could. Right. And like, there's nothing I would change. 
you know, because when I think back to like my previous experiences in life and the things that I have gone through, you know, the regret and the mistakes eat me like way, way worse. I'm sure you guys could probably agree than all the things that you do do. And I, I know there's like a certain quote on that where it's like you regret the things you don't do more than the things that you have done. Something along those lines, I could be completely butchering that, but that's um, like where my initial reaction goes towards that. I, I selfishly just want people to be like, yeah, no, nah, you know what? That guy was fucking awesome. I, I don't have a, a single bad thing I could say. I don't know why. That's just where my mind goes, you know, and that's really what I'm trying to put out in uh, my content and this podcast and these live streams and my clients and all the things that I bring to the table every single day. I, that's that's it, man. Like when I vision that, I see just like blocks of traffic being closed off. The parking lot's fucking filled. The line's like out the door, you know, and people are just like really taking time out of their day. Maybe they call out of work to go pay their respects, you know, and shit like that. That's the impact that I want to have. So like fucking boom, mic drop on that. And I feel like, you know, <clears throat> we're we're on that trajectory because that's how I show up. And there's still so much more to improve upon. Um, what's something you wish more people talked about? Uh, the reality of what the fitness space is, right? It's just like, I feel like there's so much bullshit on the internet of do keto and do this cardio and this exercise and this, this and that. But no one is being truthful in the sense of like, it's just doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. Like even for clients sometimes. Clients are like, can we change my workout? Can we do this, this, and that? And I'm like, yo, if I'm changing it up all the time, it literally defeats the purpose of being consistent and getting the results that you want. Now, there is the catch-22 to that. There's a side of things that are like, well, there's a certain time and place to make that adjustment, and that's what I do. You know, <clears throat> like I was having a few conversations with clients today of, hey, I'm feeling this way. I want this result. I don't really know what to do. What should I do? And then I go and I create that. And that's what I enjoy about coaching, right? But it's difficult for me to get somebody results who's not even applying to the program because I'm just going to say you have to do the program in order for me to see where we need to make that adjustment. So that's what I would say <clears throat> to that. Complete the sentence. In my fridge, you'll always find hot sauce. Always. There's always going to be a bottle of Frank's hot sauce in my fridge, guaranteed. Um, what else? Probably pickles because Chelsea loves pickles. Um, most likely egg whites, chicken, 100%. Greek yogurt. Um, what else? Yeah. Always hot sauce. That's a fucking guarantee. And it's funny because like three, four years ago, absolutely. I didn't like hot sauce at all. I wouldn't say mustard Casey. I would say 100% hot sauce across the board. Mustard. I, I kind of go into like ebbs and flows. Like I think that, um, mustard for sure is like a prep thing for me. Probably when I go to prep for my next show, mustard will probably make its way back into my life. But for right now, I'm going to say hot sauce for sure. Um, <clears throat> What are the best qualities you think you inherited from your parents? I think that's what I kind of just touched on with uh, what I want to be remembered for is like just being really authentic and open and transparent and forward. Um, my parents are super direct in that sense. You know, they don't sugarcoat things. Um, <clears throat> my dad is very direct in like a nice way, though. It's not like, yo, you're a piece of shit. What are you doing? Right. It's more along the lines of like, hey, I've asked you to do this. And you're not following through. And if you don't keep your word, I can't trust you. And it's actually funny. Like, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking back to like when I was a kid and when my dad would get upset with me. And every single time it was because I didn't follow through on my word. You know, like I told him, yeah, I'm going to take out the trash. Right. But then what happened was when it came time to take out the trash, I didn't do it. So, of course, he's going to break trust. And the only thing that we have in this world is trust and communication and relationships. Like, 
I want us to think about that for a second. If all we have in this life are other people, right? And the relationships in which we create, then it's important to establish what? Communication and trust. And without those two, they crumble, right? Fucking really powerful there. <clears throat> What's been the highlight of your past year? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, I would say competing, but that wasn't in the last year. That was over a year ago. Um, probably this house, truthfully. Um, paying off my student loans. That was a huge one. Didn't really expect that. Um, growing the team the way they ha that we have. We have seven people on staff now. We have almost 60 clients. Um, the impact that we're having on our clients' lives is uh, pretty remarkable. Not to say that I didn't expect that to happen, um, but it's always like just really amazing when we do see that come to fruition. Um, so I would say that's probably been the highlight. I don't want to say like monetary things, um, even though I kind of just did with like the house and the student loans. But like, you know, <clears throat> I've touched on this in previous episodes where like in the, you know, when I first got out of school three, four years ago and I was in debt and I was working construction, I didn't see hope. You know, like I've told you guys, I thought about taking my own life. I didn't think that I was capable of doing all the things that I'm doing now. And that's what I want to continue to put out is like, you know, you and your life is you're, you're capable of whatever you want to achieve. And I really do believe that. And I want, you know, my content, my story, my vision experiences to be a testament to that. Cause I think the only way that you don't get what you want is when you hold yourself back and you choose to play small and you choose to feed the victim and you choose to feed the story of I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. And then what's going to happen is you're going to argue for the reasons, stories and excuses and justifications as to why you can't be that person. And then you take the same actions, which what creates the same results that you've always gotten. And that's, I don't want that to have anybody. <clears throat> um, Alyssa, when do you get to start your reverse diet? So we'll circle back to that. Shoot me a message in trainer as I'll get to that after this, but I believe I gave you the green light on that. I haven't bumped the calories yet because you just came off a of deload. So I'm not just going to boost your food right away. Probably get another week of training, but shoot me a message. Just make sure we're on the same page with that. Uh, what is the greatest challenge you faced in the last month? Um, I said the greatest uh, accomplishment was probably the house. Um, but also the, the biggest challenge as well is putting together uh, furniture, all the things that we all the hoops we had to jump through for, you know, Chelsea and I to get in here, like all the paperwork, all the phone calls, all the emails, all the companies, all the resources, all the money, all the time, all the effort. It's been a lot for sure the last month. And you know what's really crazy about that whole situation of having Chelsea move literally across the world into this house with me is we did, we haven't missed a beat. I haven't can canceled a coaching call. I haven't missed a client message. I haven't missed a training session, a step, a macro, none of it like across the board. So when people are like, well, I don't have the time. I'm too busy. You don't understand. What don't I understand? Like I'm embodying the lifestyle every single day. So you can't argue with me that you don't have the time because I could throw a hundred things right back at you and say, well, I have this, this, and that, this, 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 and that. Well, you know, my finances, I can't invest in a coach. I just got a house, furnished the whole thing, paid off my student loans, all these fucking things. Right. So it's like, I, I truly believe it comes down to your mindset, skill set, and habits. And Bradley talks about that all the time. So I'm quoting him with that mindset, skill set, and habits. Right. If you have the right mindset and you practice your skill sets every day, eventually they become your habits. And then you'll probably be in a much better position. Right. What else do we have? <clears throat> um, what are some things you're grateful for this time of year? Family, friends, the roof over my house, uh, food in my fridge, a bed to sleep in, um, gas in my car. 
you know, just like all the little things. I practice gratitude every single day when I journal. I just say that like, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. I thank the Lord every day. And, uh, you know, it could be a lot worse. I'm trying not to hack up my lunch here, my bad. <laughs> um, but things could be a lot worse. And I think a lot of us can agree on that. You know, so the minute that you're feeling stressed out, anxious, overwhelmed, just take a, a step back for a second, catch your breath, and just remember, nothing is promised. All the things that you have right now, there there probably was a time where you wished for that, right? So don't lose sight of that. Um, what else? What do you think about the most while you're driving or walking? Probably my business. <laughs> um, always. It's really difficult for me to shut that off. It's something that uh, I'm actively working on, <clears throat> like trying to, and, and I'll be honest, that's been like one of my, uh, my biggest struggles is like trying to figure out who I am outside of my business at this stage in life. You know, I spent most of my earlier years as an athlete, as someone who was going out all the time. And now that I've like understood, you know, how to be successful in business and help people, right. And do all that. It's really difficult for me to turn it off. Um, and it's, I don't want to say it's become unhealthy, but, uh, I need to get back to exploring a bit more about what life has to offer all around. You know, I think there's a lot more to life than just business and just fitness. I do think it's about finding the balance and that's kind of where I'm at right now is like, I'm going to, I have three pillars to how I live. And I got this from my first business coach. There's three pillars. There's your health, there's your wealth, and there's your relationships. And I feel like that's, if you want to max out your life, what you should be focused on every single day. So think about this in like the time windows of the day. Let's say the first half of the day, first like two to three hours is your health goals, right? Having a quality breakfast, going for a walk, doing some yoga, hitting the gym, you focus on that the first few hours of the day. Then you get into your health, which is your, I mean, excuse me, first part is health, second part is wealth. So the wealth is gonna be what? Your career, your job, making money, grinding. You do that for a good chunk of the day, and then you factor into the next one, which is your relationships, right? Maybe that's your partner, maybe that's your family, maybe that's your friends. So what I'm saying is, if you look to improve each one of those aspects every single day, you're maxing out in life. You're working on your mind and body in the morning. You're working on your financials during the day with your career and job. And then you're watering those relationships that you have at night, right? Uh, no, Casey, I don't think I'm going to go horseback riding with Chelsea. She, it's funny because she was literally talking. <laughs> so you fucking got me there. Uh, we were talking about that this morning. I, I don't see myself doing it. The last thing I fucking need is like an injury right now during like my off season. Like I'm me and my coach are fucking cruising right now. Uh, had a really good check in this morning, really in a good spot. The last thing I fucking need, like knock on wood is that shit. So like, we're just not even going to go there. I might do it though. <clears throat> Like I might fuck around and hop on a horse though. So don't, don't rule me out with that one. Right. Um, well, I think, uh, this is the last one. What is the one thing you wish you had more time to do? Um, spend time with my family. You know, I'll wrap this up with this, <clears throat> you know, as much as I really love, uh, living in Florida, it's also difficult for, for me to be away from my family. And I wish that I was able to have more time with them. Um, a lot of them don't live here. So I'm a little upset that uh, we're not going home for Thanksgiving, but I made the, the the choice. You know, I decided for us to hang back and really focus on uh, building up the house, you know, and making sure that we're taking care of the team and the business and all that. So made that a, a priority. She probably heard me because she was in the other room. That's that's so funny. 
Um, can we eat Thanksgiving food tomorrow? No pie. Come on, dude. What is that? My girlfriend decides to join the live stream and try to throw me off task here. Trav, what's good, King? Camera, great to see you. Thank you guys for hopping in. Um, yeah, so we were just communicating about how Chelsea wants me to go horseback riding. Um, so we're not really going to entertain that right now because I'm sure you guys probably get a fucking kick out of that. Uh, but I was I was talking about the one thing I wish I had more time to do was spend time with my family because a lot of my family is back in New York and uh, we're kind of just doing our thing here in Florida. But I'm thankful for it. and It's a choice that we made. So, you know, can't really complain about it when it's decisions that I've made. Right. But. But uh, with that being said, hope you guys got some value from today's Q&A. We're approaching a 30-minute mark, and that's where my recording is going to cut me off. But <clears throat> I want to say thank you guys for spending some time with me. Um, I appreciate y'all. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you have an incredible Thanksgiving. Peace, love, and protein, and we'll chat soon. That was a lot. Shoot me a message. If you guys got some value, I always like to hear from you. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you guys learned. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll chat soon. Much love. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at SalFitTorio. That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.